Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our good news segment. Anytime there's an opportunity for me to talk about what we are providing, how we are providing it, and what we can do to really create an amazing life for our veterans, people that have served this country. Many of you have heard me talk about this. I come from that kind of family. And so one of the things that I want to do is talk about two things at one time, because they're both equally important. I want to talk about the Medicare annual enrollment, but I also want to talk about the importance of how we can support our veterans when it comes to financial planning. How And when you put these two together, they are related in more ways than you can imagine. Ed Sandrick joining me here today, Director of Veterans Channel Humana, and J.J. Montanero, also Financial Planning USA. Thank you, gentlemen. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thanks, Thanks for Pat. having us, Pat. Great, great to be here. Um, now, I got to tell you this. Up close and personal, I know how healthcare and money is related because I knew what it cost me when back in the day, I didn't have insurance, I didn't have Medicare, and, and I got very sick. And so when you take the conversation of looking at bringing both of these together, you're really helping people create a beautiful quality of life moving forward. Um, I want to ask you, Ed, coming off with uh, right out of the gate with you and then JJ with you. Um, this is a daunting time for people. Millions of people are eligible. But very rarely do we get a conversation that has to do with a Medicare Advantage plan or anything like that, that involves information for our veterans. Can you tell us what is on your heart? What has called you to come forward, to bring this message forward? And I want to just ask both of you this question. So JJ, you get the benefit of me asking Ed first. Um, I want to know the top three things on your list. Ed, take it away. Wow. Wow. Uh Thanks for the thanks for the question, Dr. Pat. I think what's on my heart relative to this conversation is this is a daunting time for anybody eligible for Medicare. Uh, you go out to the mailbox, and that's uh, pretty much all you see is something in there that that uh, describes me a Medicare uh, plan or even even on TV. Veterans in particular, I think we are veterans, and there are a lot of misconceptions, myths and misconceptions out there about Medicare and VA coverage in particular. Many veterans believe that if they elect for a Medicare Advantage plan that they jeopardize their benefits at the VA, which is absolutely not true. Right. You can have your VA health care, use VA if and when you want to, and you can also enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan and use the network of providers and hospitals and the benefits you get with Medicare Advantage. The two can work side by side. They don't conflict. They don't coordinate necessarily. You can use them at, at, uh, at your discretion. Humana, in particular, when you talk about what's on my heart, a couple of years ago, we created the the Humana Honor Medicare Advantage Plan, which was created with veterans in mind. It was a, it's a plan that was created to complement care that veterans get at the VA. 
all but anyone anyone eligible for Medicare can enroll in the honor plan. It was created with veterans in mind. There's a method to my madness of asking these questions, Ed. Um, and, And there's a method because I know what it's like to have one foot in the daunting conversation about healthcare and another foot in the even more daunting conversation about financial planning. So you both have come together. Can I hop over, JJ, let me hop over to you. This is really an interesting tag team. You're like the WWE people of bringing both of these together, right? This is like a tag team conversation that many people don't do. I gotta ask you, JJ, you know, where do you see the pivotal point in bringing a conversation about Medicare and financial planning together. What's popped in your heart? Well, so, so to me, again, I'm coming from a financial planning background. Mm-hmm. I'm having problems with my wrestling outfit visual. That's that's causing. Me I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so you, you put a price tag on that. So from a financial planning perspective, there's a lot of studies out there, but but the, the price tag you see is 250 to 300,000 just on that's going to be what the average couple age 65. So generally Medicare eligible is going to, going to expend on the basic things like prescription drugs, co-payments, Medicare part B insurance premiums. That's a big price tag. And that's a, that really holds the, the power to throw you off when it comes to your financial plan and financial security. So I think it's something that folks need to be aware of. And to me, I guess, when you go to where's my heart, it's all about being involved, being deliberate in a case like this, this is not a simple subject. I mean, there, there are a lot of different variables and paths you can go down. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Asking for help is not weakness. So at USA, we have our uh, Medicare specialists. Humana's got teams that can help answer folks and guide them down the right path. Yeah, we're going to get back to you in a minute because part of the conversation, at least that I've had, is I've sat around the table and had conversations where it kind of went like this well, it's going to cost me an extra dollar more to get dot, dot, dot. And, you know, what I love about the conversation is you lay it out and say, here's what it's going to cost if you don't get that. And that's really education, Ed. This is education information because you know this, right? The number one question that comes up, especially for our veterans is, well, wait a minute, if I do this, will it take this away from me? Right, Ed? Absolutely. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, Dr. Pat, there are a lot of misconceptions, myths and misconceptions out there about how Medicare and VA may not work together. And the fact is, if I'm eligible for the VA, I can use the VA healthcare system if and when I want, and I can use my Medicare plan when I want as well. The two work side by side. I'm not going to jeopardize my benefits at the VA should I enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan and use Medicare. And I, the two do not conflict with one another. So it is important for individuals to go to the right place to, to get questions like that answered. Uh, Medicare.gov. Medicare.gov is an excellent resource for all the plans that are available across the country or Humana.com slash Medicare where individuals can understand what's available through through Humana, including the Humana Honor Medicare Advantage Plan, which was created with veterans in mind. And through the Humana website, individuals can also schedule a, a visit with a, a licensed agent so they can ask all of those questions and get the right answers so that when they are ready to make a decision, they can make a decision that's informed and it's going to be beneficial to them for 2022. And I love what you've done on the website too. I just want to say to people, when they go to Humana or Humana, H-U-M-A-N-A.com slash Medicare, when you go there, 
you're going to be greeted with information, questions that you probably may or may not have asked yourself. So this is really a guidepost to take you through the conversation, the short, short conversation that we're having today. Um, you know, let's talk for both of you. This is my question for each of you, if you don't mind. There are benefits, and, and I don't mean like health benefits. I mean, pros and cons when people make these decisions, right? Colonel Sandrick, one of the things that I'm really struck by is people don't know what they don't know. I know it was daunting for me. I talk about this all the time. What would you want to say to folks in this really short interview? What do you want to say to folks to give them a snapshot of the most important things you see? And then JJ, I'm going to hop over to you with the same question. Sure. So I'll pick this up right away. The, yeah. When I'm looking at a, at a Medicare Advantage plan and the, whether I have VA benefits or not, I want to understand what the provider network, network looks like. Are the doctors and the hospitals that I would want to use in that network? If I'm on medications and many seniors uh, are on med medications, I want to make sure that the drugs that I need to get are part of that formula that the Medicare Advantage plan offers. Seniors, actually everybody, but seniors especially are on tight budgets, fixed income and that sort of thing. So the cost of the plan is important. The monthly premium, you know, the out-of-pocket while I use the plan, the coinsurance, deductibles and co-pays. I think I'd like to have my expenses for this year on a piece of paper so when I talk with an agent, they can understand what I've been spending my money on where medical, med medical expenses are concerned and anticipate what things may look like in 2022. Veterans should consider the care they get at the, at the VA and understand that Medicare Advantage won't conflict with care benefits they get at the VA. They can work side by side and they can have both. The Medicare Advantage plan can provide an expanded network, second opinions, and things like that, that folks who just have VA alone may not have an opportunity to, to uh, take advantage of. Yeah. I, Ed, before we hop over to JJ, one of the things that I was really struck by, at least talking with my relatives who served, was they're looking at plans like this because one of the things they're really interested is in their mental and physical well-being. And, you know, this is an ongoing conversation, especially one that we're having. And it's one that we don't talk about enough, that some of these plans offer people, how should I call it, on, on the website that you just sent us to, they, they talk about special needs plans. And I think that's important to mention to people, right? There may be some things that are unique to you. There may be some things that if you look into this a little bit further, it can give you a complete holistic perspective on your health and well-being. Do you see what I mean, Colonel? No question about it. And, and every individual is different. And that's why it's important for people to take advantage of the resources that are available, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's Medicare.gov to, mm -hmm. to understand what Medicare has to offer across the country or Humana.com slash Medicare, where I can talk with an individual with an agent and let that agent know exactly what's going on with me and the kind of benefits that I would need in, in selecting a Medicare Advantage plan. No two yeah. people are alike, whether it's the financial piece or the, or the, the medical piece. It is important to get all the, the best advice available. No yeah. kidding. JJ, I want to hop over to you now in the last couple of minutes we have left because, you know, people are daunted out of even inquiring because, like most of us, the dollar signs just flash in front of us. What is your role and how do you see the role you're playing in here? Literally ease the burden, right, for people who are overwhelmed with even thinking about the financial side of things. 
That, that's a great point, Dr. Pat. And actually, I think you really hit the nail on the head because what, what do we do when we get overwhelmed? We, we do nothing, right? We kind of lock up. And, oh and, and so I think when you look at this particular decision, doing nothing is exactly what you don't want to do. So Ed talked about all these different factors, whether it's the network, the cost, the medications and the formulary, those are all right on the money. But the thing about it is, is what was the case last year and where you happen to be as we go into this annual enrollment period, it, it, the landscape may change in the same plan that you're in from one year to another. So, so if nothing else, you want to look at at these options, have these conversations with, with folks that can help you to make a decision that's right going forward for 2022. So, so I guess what I was thinking is doing nothing is it might be the easiest, mm -hmm. but it's not the right way to go. And don't get paralyzed because it's a complex subject. Like I said earlier, reach out for help, find somebody that can help you go to go to humana.com forward slash Medicare, go to usa.com forward slash Medicare, talk to a licensed specialist and, and and ask your questions and figure out what the right path forward is. And guess what? Next year, we're going to have the same conversation because what you did this year may not make as much sense next year. So it's a, unfortunately, it's a never ending wheel. Yeah. And you know, you know what they say about, you know, not taking action. I mean, it is really the home of regrets. And that's really what we don't want for people here. We don't want that. Last question um, for each of you really quickly. What's the best website? And I'd love to know from each of you, your personal message. What do you want to leave us with? Um, Colonel, do you want to start out with you? Sure. Um, the websites would be medicare.gov. Uh, an individual can see what's available across the country in every market. And humana.com slash Medicare, where you can see what Humana has available, including the Humana Honor Plan, which, which is recommended by USAA to understand what's available there and have an opportunity to talk with a licensed agent. I think uh, personally, uh, the veterans are an important uh, to me personally mm -hmm. and important to our, to our country. As JJ mentioned earlier, 9 million veterans are eligible for Medicare. About half of them use uh, VA healthcare, and many of them believe that they can only have the VA healthcare or they would jeopardize VA healthcare should they enroll in Medicare Advantage. I think they need to make sure that they ask all the questions. Veterans are typically a little bit shy about that, uh, thinking that they, that they don't need anything else. And uh, I think it's important for them to make that phone call or get on that website and see what's available. Wow, thank you so much. JJ, how about for you? Yeah, so I would just say uh, kind of down the same path, but we're getting ready to roll into the holiday season. So what I would encourage everybody to do is is have those conversations with your family in terms of where you are, where your where your strengths, weaknesses are, where you might need assistance. And I know it's not great Thanksgiving dinner talk, but it's it's conversations that we don't want to let go. So that inaction that you talked about, Dr. Pat, we, we, we don't want to be that way relative to, to making sure that we're getting the help we needed, having the conversations we need to have, e even within our family. So it's a little bit broader than, mm -hmm. than this discussion, but I think it's very important. And this is a great time to to raise that issue, I think. Absolutely. These conversations not only save lives, but they improve the quality of lives for so many that have served us unconditionally. Thank you both for everything you're doing. Thank you. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back.
Welcome to Soul Activation Podcast, a world-class broadcast of insight and inspiration with the renowned healer and coach, Suzanne Alexandria. In this series, she dives deep into the magical sea of you, to the place in you that's ready to activate. Tune in live every second and fourth Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Oh, my goodness. We have got talk radio for all of us. Really, thank you for blazing the trail for women in talk radio and just being such an inspiration to me and so many other people. What you're doing is so awesome. And, you know, without people like you there to like really step out of the box and go for it. I don't know if someone like me would have ever ended up here, but I'm so happy to be here. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank you for everything you're doing. You're one of my major inspirations. Are you looking to gain wisdom and commit to discovering your best self? What does success mean to you? With authenticity, integrity, and compassion, Mita Johnson helps guide you in working toward your unique vision of success. Mita is a spirit-based intuition lead and success coach. Work with Mita to uncover your unique life purpose. Schedule a free discovery call with Mita at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you join us for a good news segment. You know, over time, we have talked about the many, many shades of breast cancer. We've done it early on 18 years ago. And today we're talking about innovation. We're talking about technology. We're talking about importance. And we're also celebrating, if we can celebrate, October as Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And why would we celebrate this? We would celebrate it because today we're talking about the progress we are making. Uh, Solomon Moscovich is joining me here today, MBA GM of Oncology at Natera. And the reason that Solomon is joining us here today is because the journey, the journey that Solomon is taking is one of high responsibility and responsibility for looking at oncology, for looking at what is going on in oncology, for looking at how we can move forward with technology that enables us to take a snapshot of who we are, what we're capable of, and what we're at risk for. And that's the basis for a great conversation with Solomon today. Solomon, it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I remember the first show I did on this was so many years ago, uh, talking about breast cancer. Uh, and of course, it is a conversation that happens because usually somebody close to, to oneself uh, has been affected by it. But I fast forward to where we are today. And I would like for you to give people that have not been on the pulse of this an update. Where are we? Where are we statistically? with breast cancer. And then we'll talk about what you're most excited about. Where are we? What's the state of the union here about breast cancer? Wonderful. So uh, about 280,000 women will be diagnosed uh, this year with breast cancer. And uh, statistics suggest that one out of every eight women are likely to be diagnosed at some point in their lifetime. That's about 13%. Uh, There are some people who are at increased risk 
for getting breast cancer, and that may be because of a family history or because they inherited a DNA mutation in one of their genes, uh, in a breast cancer gene, that can increase that risk up to as high as 87% for being diagnosed with breast cancer or ovarian cancer and other cancers. Um, over the past uh, couple of decades, the screening uh, methods have improved significantly. So people are recommended to get an annual mammogram starting at the age of 45 uh, in order to detect the cancer as early as possible if it's going to happen. And for people who are at increased risk, who are a carrier of the gene that I mentioned, uh, those women are recommended to get an annual MRI as well as an annual mammogram starting at a much earlier age. Mm. And I think the key to all of this is early detection. You know, and that's what I'm here to talk yeah. about because early detection you know, makes a difference. But we have proven now that people who are diagnosed with stage one or two disease uh, can frequently overcome that disease and survive for many years. Uh, and it's really about early detection. And, you know, that leads me to what we're talking about today in Natera, of course. And I want to make sure people know how they can find out more. I want to make sure everybody goes to the website. Um, and, um, you know, Solomon, what I have is Natera.com, N-A-T-E-R-A.com. Is that still correct? That's absolutely right. Natera.com. Okay. And the reason I want to send everybody there is because I love research. I love when people do research and I love when then they share the research. And, you know, here's what I love about this. When you go there, you're going to find enough information so that you can be on the pulse of what Solomon lives and breathes every day. Why? Because Solomon, you nailed it. Early detection. That is what gives women a peace of mind. Do you do you know what I'm saying? That that idea that we are now in a position to have early detection. Isn't that what you're finding as you do these interviews and you speak to people and you speak to women, right? Uh, totally agree. Natera is an innovator in medical diagnostics and genetic testing. And our mission is to enable earlier detection to inform difficult medical decisions uh, for people with cancer or for people uh, who are wondering about their risk. Uh, so one of the things that I'm very excited to talk about today is that there's a new technology uh, to help detect breast cancer recurrence for somebody who's already been diagnosed with the cancer. And uh, this is new technology that was uh, introduced by Natera about two years ago uh, and is really changing how cancer is managed, not only in breast cancer, but across all solid tumor types, including colorectal cancer, mm. lung cancer, bladder, and more. And we've proven that uh, Natera's test can detect recurrence up to two years earlier than standard diagnostics with very high accuracy. And, you know, the next question that people ask is, and this is really an important question, and I'm and, and probably not for this particular interview, but there is a reason to be interested in early detection. Can we talk about that for a minute, other than my comment on sort of the, the freedom, right, that you get from that? You know, give us the, um, what, how should I call it, give us the upswing on what early detection does for women. Yes, I'm happy to. You know, yeah. I think it comes down to knowledge is power. So oh, if, boy. if you have a chance to detect something and be aware of a problem earlier, 
you know, before in, in the case of cancer, before it has spread to other parts of the body, you have a significantly higher chance of intervening and curing that disease. And that's true if you've never had a breast cancer diagnosis, but it's also true for somebody who has had a diagnosis and is worried about recurrence. Because even though October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, you know, for those who have been diagnosed or who have a loved one who have been diagnosed with cancer, it's not about awareness. It's about uh, living under a cloud of anxiety for a long time to know about whether the cancer is coming back. And you have to know about what tools and technologies are available to help improve your chances. As you do these interviews and as you step out in the world, clearly this is something you're passionate about. What touched your heart? to point you in this direction, Solomon. And there's always a story behind a story. I know I call this a good news segment and it really is, but you know, people wanna know when you're out talking about something that is so important and innovative, we also wanna know what's going on in your heart. Tell us about that. I would be happy to. I, I, uh, I stumbled into the field of medical diagnostics uh, just over 10 years ago, uh, uh, working on a project uh, with a brilliant physician scientist uh, at Stanford University. And uh, about five years later, uh, when I was at Natera, uh, my father was diagnosed with a, a cancer of the esophagus. It was stage three. Uh, and he was treated with you know, everything available. Uh, chemotherapy, radiation therapy, and surgery. And we were always very worried about his cancer coming back. And in fact, it did come back. Uh, and uh, we started tracking my dad's blood with, uh, with Natera's new test called Signatera. And uh, we realized that very quickly that uh, the, the test could pick up recurrence, in his case, a year earlier than scans. He had multiple negative CT scans uh, where the Natera's blood test was picking up the cancer. And, uh, and I really believe it made a difference for him. And so that's, that's had a big impact on my life. Uh, and I, and I want to share that story with, with everybody. And everybody should know about this new technology that, that can help get ahead of a recurrence. Um, let's talk technology, but first let me thank you for sharing that because, you know, behind coming out here and people may not know this, they, they hear these short segments, but they don't know Solomon that, you know, you commit to days of doing these interviews to bring the message out. Um, let's talk for a minute about uh, Natera. Let's talk for a minute about what this testing is about, because usually when you say testing to people, the, all every fear about this shows up. But let's talk about what these tests are, how they're available for folks, because women need to know what to ask for. You know what I'm saying? So give us right. what is the technology? Tell us about this and let's get let's give women language so they know what to ask for. Great. So these are I'm going to tell you about two different tests. They're both blood tests, which is great because they're non-invasive. Um, the first test uh, that's offered by Natera is the Empower test, and that's the one that looks for an inherited gene mutation. Uh, now, this is a, a change in the DNA that one would have inherited from one's parents, 
which confers increased risk of cancer. So we talked about that. And that's a mutation that will be present in every cell in the body. Uh, it doesn't mean you necessarily will get cancer, but it does increase the risk, as I mentioned. Now, there's a second test. That's the newer one. That's called Signatera. And the way that works is it looks for a signature of mutations that were only present in the tumor. And it looks for that signature and traces of the tumor DNA in the blood. And that's really brand new. It's remarkable the way that test works because every patient gets a personalized test, custom built just for them based on the mutations that Natera saw in the tumor. And then Natera looks for those traces in a blood sample. And Natera can detect even a single molecule of tumor DNA in a tube of blood. And that's what enables that detection you know, up to two years earlier. And part of this, too, is, you know, bringing this message. And one of the reasons, Solomon, you're doing these interviews is to, one, demystify this, right? Uh, and what I mean by demystify it, because one of the hardest things to do, especially for women, and even to have a conversation around breast cancer, right? It is the two words that no woman really wants to hear. But what you're doing is helping us understand what the technology is so we can really take back the power of our health, right, and know the right questions and know the latest innovations. I mean, isn't this part of why you're doing these interviews beyond breast cancer awareness? This is breast cancer, you know, in advance awareness so that people can really feel empowered about knowing this, right? I totally agree. Uh, and, and people should know also this is, even though this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, these tests that I described, in particular the Signatera Cancer Recurrence Test, it's not only for breast cancer. We've proven that, uh, that the Signatera test works in colorectal cancer, in lung cancer, in bladder cancer, and really across solid tumor types to detect recurrence much, much earlier than it becomes visible on a scan. And that's really about getting a jump on, on the cancer coming back, if it is going to come back, and having a chance at a curative intervention. But for most people, for most people, the cancer really is gone. And, and this test, if it's negative, can bring enormous peace of mind. You know, I know you're going off to go do uh, other interviews, and we've talked about a lot. I want to ask you this in, in, in closing. One, please let folks know about how they can find out more, and then also what they'll find when they get there, if you could do that. And then I'd love to know your personal message, what you'd like to leave us with today, Solomon. I'd be happy to. So uh, first of all, talk to your loved ones, talk to your doctor about the Natera tests, and educate yourself. Visit our website. That's natera.com, N-A-T-E-R-A.com. There's lots of information there, including peer-reviewed published, published studies showing how the tests have, uh, are, are working across different cancer types. And finally, in terms of my own message, you know, I think that there's an opportunity to protect yourself, take charge, uh, and know about the tools that are available to you and to your loved ones to protect yourself. Solomon, thank you so much for everything you're doing. Thank you for bringing this out there for people. And thank you all for tuning us in. We're going to take a short break. Please get educated, get informed. It will open up the pathway for the action that you personally can see to take. We'll be right back. 
Do your ADHD tendencies get in the way of you doing what you intend to? Traditional strategies for getting things done may not work for you. You need solutions tailored for your unique brain. In Bonnie Minku's training membership program, Productivity Pathfinder, learn ADHD self-mastery step-by-step at your own pace in a supportive community with live online options each week. Learn more about Productivity Pathfinder at thrivewithadd.com. Grace your space with flair. Dragon art to soothe your soul by Colette Marie Steffen is available now. Colette invested an average of six months on each painting. Her piece titled Courage took three years to complete. The paintings are printed with the latest technology to best capture the true essence of the paintings. Browse the 64 dragons and dragonflies and order your paintings today at talesfromthevector.com. Are you feeling lost in this journey we call life? When you awaken the truth of your patterns, limitations, and beliefs, you can start to heal relationship with yourself, others, and your circumstances. I'm Ritika Rose, life coach, author, and speaker. My mission is to help you align with your most powerful, authentic self and transform how you experience your inner and outer world. Find the confidence and peace to live the highest version of your life. Visit RitikaRose.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Look, I love doing these segments. Dr. Samuel Kim, joining me here today, uh, thoracic surgeon at Northwestern Medicine, our friends at Northwestern Medicine. Boy, do they got it going on. This is Lung Cancer Awareness Month. And if you are like anybody that I know, and myself included, you know people that have been touched by this. You know what their journey is like. Today, what are we doing about it? Dr. Samuel Kim is the one to talk to. Dr. Kim, tell us, tell us about this. Tell us about why this has hit your heart personally. Yeah, hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, to you and your audience. So um, obviously lung cancer is one of the most deadliest cancer of all. It's number one lung cancer, I mean, number one cancer killer in the country. Yes. I think for years. Yeah. And, you know, for those people with uh, early lung cancer, Imagine you're for, you're a cancer patient, um, and you find out that you have a lung nodule. Yeah. And they go to a specialist a, a week later because of the referral, and then specialists see you and say, "Well, let's get a lung biopsy." Yeah. And then they, you get go for a lung biopsy, and it may take a few weeks later. And then if let's say you found the cancer, then well, I'm going to send you a surgeon. And then the surgeon sees you, you sees you a few weeks even later. And then once the surgeon sees you, then and, and maybe book for a surgery and, and do the surgery in weeks and months later. So I've seen some of these patients uh, in their journey for uh, treatment for uh, these cancer takes weeks, even not months. At most I've seen were you know, four or five months after the initial diagnosis of lung nodule. And, and imagine the patient uh, waiting all this time for getting diagnosis and treatment, anxiety, and then cancer could even progress too. So there's a poor care. Mm. What we offer in Northwest Medicine is not only you come in and get the diagnosis using a, a, the latest robotic uh, uh, image guided biopsy, but also when we know that you have a cancer, we do the surgery using a minimally based technique of a, you know, either robot or thoracoscopic operation. Mm-hmm. And we try to do a precision operation where we know exactly where it is using our latest imaging. 
and then just take that only segment of the lung, which is a much less uh, lung uh, that we would take for traditionally for early lung mm-hmm. cancer. So we would be sparing patients a, a patient of the uh, uh, pain associated with the, I mean the sorry the lung function will spare the lung function. So all those uh, then translate and then patient will go home same day if their lung has sealed up and their pain is uh, uh, tolerated. So from the diagnosis to treatment to going home, it could be possible for selective cooperation in that one day opposed to weeks and months of getting bounced around and then mm-hmm. even after surgery, staying in the hospital anywhere from three to five days. And and so we it, it really, the, the, the latest technique of how we do the surgery and then how we take care of the patient really all all culminated the the sh- shortest length of a uh, stay possible for one of the bigger or more complex uh, operations we used to give. Uh, now I'll give you the audience, your audience, mm-hmm. kind of example. Traditionally, we would do an operation for something like this, and patient would have a big incision across the chest wall. We'll break their rib and we'll spread their chest wall apart, and then we would do the surgery to remove the cancer. So imagine the pain associated with it. Um, imagine the blood loss. Imagine uh, the the decrease in breathing because of the you know patients in a lot of pain. They're not going to take a deep breath, and so you're a higher chance of developing pneumonia. All these complications you could have that would delay patient from going home. Now we're able to offer all these operations using small incision, no more than a centimeter, uh, about three or four holes, and do the accomplish exactly the same same way. And so the patient could go on the same day. And, you know, the reason I was so excited to talk with you, there's a couple of reasons, but I want to get right at it. One is that, first of all, what we're learning about surgery and operations that have to do with the use of robotics is profoundly innovative. I mean, it is bringing the sci-fi of medicine to the current time. I know because I've had two surgeries recently. Uh, and, And the fact that I, you know, I got to see not not during the operation, of course, Dr. Kim, but I got to see what my surgeon was doing. It is so very different than the way we used to approach things. Isn't that one of the biggest innovations you're talking about today is really looking at the progressive of the technology and the surgeries and what you all have created to make this one, more successful, but number two, to make this the healing process more successful. That's exactly what it is, mm-hmm. and you know, nice and really nice thing about able to offer operation using a very minimally invasive, less traumatic way is that those people who we used to think that they're not a candidate for surgery, mm-hmm. for instance, those people with a marginal lung function, or those patients with the, who are elderly, right, uh, who said, "Well, you're too old to get surgery," but you know what, the patients are get living longer, healthier. And so if we're able to offer these operations using a small incision and then potentially uh, going home same day, not, not now, granted that not everybody could go home same day, okay, right, it supports right, a selected right. group of patients, lung right. seals up right away, but even at the patients who are very advanced age, their length of stay in the hospital is no more than a day or two. My oldest mm-hmm. patient I operated are, was a 94. And can you imagine any 94-year-old towering a big lung cancer surgery? I would have never offered it 10 years ago, right? right? But now we know, right? Now we know that we could offer these least invasive 
procedure for a patient with the highest risk, and we're able to successfully offer them these kind of operations. And so it really has transformed way we, we really do the practice. Mm-hmm. Another added benefit, social aspect we really don't, don't think about. A lot of these patients, right, are sometimes the only sole uh, caretaker for their loved ones. Right. You know, their, their spouse may have Alzheimer's or, or have undergoing some other issues, right? Mm-hmm. They really need to be there at home. Right, and so by offering these operations, having them go home same day, they could really, you know, use that time with their loved ones, and then not really be, be in a jam. And other situation we are seeing is that let's say patients are living very far away, uh, it's very inconvenient for them to come back, going back and forth, and then uh, with the uh, family members too, right? I and mean, they want to visit their loved ones, so they'll have to drive two hours back and forth, back and forth until the patient get discharged. This way, you come in, get diagnosed, get surgery, go home all in one day. And this really has made the process much easier for not only the patient, but also the family members too. And so uh, I, I think, you know, we we are just getting started. I think things will get much easier, much faster, least invasive. I mean, we're still making a couple of holes while we're doing the operation. In in future, I expect that no more than a few millimeter hole, one or two, and we could do the entire operation. And and the amount of the pain patients experience will be even less. And that's kind of future that we're striving for. Uh, and, and it has really made a lot of impact on how we deliver the care for our patients at Northwestern. Well, look, thank you so much for today. There's so much here. And by the way, I love that you're inviting people that have perhaps smoked in their past to really get things checked out. How do people find out more about this? You know, where do people go and, and, and tell us more about how they can find the right questions to ask their physi- physicians about this, this innovative approach? Yeah, so not obviously not every uh, uh, hospital in the country will offer them. This mm-hmm. is very unique to Northwestern, but there are other centers who are able to get the patient home probably the next day. Uh, it's not just surgeon, but it's a program. It's the people around it. But for our program, you can find more about it at www.nm.org backslash lung, or you can find more about the surgeons and then the type of operation we do at our division uh, website. And then for the, your audience, when you are uh, heard that you, know, you have a lung nodule potential cancer, and when you see a specialist, make sure that you know the surgeon or their team is very experienced at doing these operations. Find out about their complication rate, what their length of stay is supposed to be, uh, and, and, and so that you know, it, it's, you know. Now I think the the idea of a patient as a, just an empty receptacle is is no longer avail, uh, no longer valid. Patients are consumers now, and they have a full ability to go make sure that they're getting the best care uh, for the, the particular uh, problem. Because if when I go buy a car, I go four or five different dealers yeah. to get the best deal. Right. I think same thing should be happening for the patients as well. No kidding. And, you know, what you're doing, Dr. Kim, if I could just say this to you, um, I'm doing a lot of these interviews, and what I've learned from our listeners is that you're providing information which are getting people to think, and you're getting people to think about the right questions to ask, and you're getting people to think about their own self-care. Isn't that part of your personal vision as well? That's that's exactly right. Not everybody, it's not a cookie-cutter treatment option. 
is a treatment that's based on what doctor thinks and what patient thinks. And that's kind of unique about what our vision is. We're trying to have a unique care that best fits the patient, not only for their disease, but their social circumstances too. Learn how to lead a happier life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. This is Dr. Sharon Martin with a meditation brought to you from Maxima Medicine Radio. This is a short meditation I designed to strengthen your energy field. Please do not listen if you're driving. Instead, take the time to access this later when you can relax. There are features of this meditation that are inspired by teachers, especially Drunvalo Melchizedek and Cece Treadway, so the credit belongs to them. You may stop the recording at any spot to allow more time to commune with the awarenesses. So let's start by taking a few nice, deep, relaxed breaths in with your nose, out with your mouth. Let your shoulders drop and your belly soften. Enter a sacred healing space as I will now open sacred space as I call to all the directions, to the allies, to the guides, to all those with the highest good, come join us. Now gently bring your awareness to a place about 10 inches above your head. This is the place of your Wiracocha. That's a Peruvian Quechua word for the big energy ball that sits about 10 inches above your head where your soul and spirit connect. See the waterfall of energy that pours out all around, covering your body, making the egg-shaped energy cocoon around you. See the rainbow tapestry of the field surrounding you, the field that interacts between the outside world and your physical self and set your intention to repair and strengthen this field. And continue to breathe deeply, releasing all tension. Again, in with your nose and out with your mouth. Now drop your awareness into your chest behind your heart and find the entrance to the small sacred space of the heart. Allow your inner knowing to direct you there. You energetically have been there many times. Make your way to this sacred chamber and take a seat. You find yourself in the most beautiful place to sit. Sit in this chamber that you already deeply know. And let your eyes soften as you sink deeply 
onto the chair or the cushion or wherever you are sitting. Continue to breathe in with your nose, out with your mouth, holding no tension. Now with your mind's eye, see the color red, fire engine red, cherry tomato red, red of the most beautiful rose. Feel this red and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with red, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you, repairing and healing your field. And now gently allow the red to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now with your mind's eye, see the color orange, pumpkin orange, the orange of a sunset, the orange of a marigold. Feel this orange and allow it to spread from your heart to all of your physical being, spreading out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with orange, touching all parts of you from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And now gently allow the orange to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color yellow, yellow of the center of a daisy yellow of the brightest sun, yellow of a goldfinch. Feel this yellow and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with yellow, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And allow the yellow to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color green, green of newly mown grass, green of the tips of budding trees, green of the inside of an avocado. Feel this green and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with green, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you, repairing and healing your field. gently allow the green to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color blue, blue of the daylight sky, blue of a Caribbean lagoon, the electric blue that dances on the edge of a flame. Feel this blue 
and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with blue, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And gently allow the blue to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color indigo, indigo of blueberries, indigo that's in the circles on peacock feathers, indigo of eggplants. Feel this indigo. Allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with indigo, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And gently allowing the indigo to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color violet, violet of an amethyst, violet of a lilac bush, violet of a saintly aura. Feel this violet and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with violet, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you, repairing and healing your field. And allow the violet to gently recede back to your heart and breathe. Now bring your awareness gently back, coming back to the sacred space of your heart and sit down in this beautiful sacred space and breathe. In with your nose, out with your mouth, no tension. Take a minute to feel the colors integrating into your field, repairing and strengthening, heightening your power. Your rainbow tapestry is restored and rejuvenated. You are shimmering. Now gently return your awareness, coming back to this time and this place. We close sacred space as we release the directions and the allies and the guides as always, we offer gratitude for their presence and their assistance. And be gentle as you re-enter your day and restart your tasks. You are a magnificent being of light. Be well.
expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.